Hello, Kryptonauts, and welcome back to another episode of Cryptocurrency Chat. I am your host, Blockchain John, here with my co-host, Jake Jabrilli, to give you the top 10 daily stats, as well as your crypto news of the day. Jake, how's it going? It's the weekend, December 19th. What you been up to? Oh, I've been doing a lot of mining stuff like I always do when I'm not doing anything else. <laughs> I'm kind of glad that we're between... Uh, between uh, weather and patterns right now, it was sunny now today, even though it's cold. It's going to be raining next week over Christmas. So, mm -hmm. well, uh, besides that, this content is for entertainment purposes only. Any comments made by us, the host, or any guests we may have on the show is not financial advice. Back to you, John. All right. Perfect. Thank you. All right. Let's get started with your top 10 daily stats, starting off with the infamous Bitcoin. Settling at $47,182.03 with a 7-day loss of 4.3% and a market cap of $891 billion. Ethereum settling at $3,960.75 with a 7-day loss of 2.9% and a market cap of $471 billion. Number 3, Binance Coin settling at $531.46 with a 7-day loss of 5.8% and a market cap of 89 billion dollars number four tether settling at 99 cents with a 70 loss of 0.2 percent and a market cap of 77 billion dollars number five solana settling at 182 dollars and six cents with a seven day gain of 5.9 percent and a market cap of 56 billion dollars number six usd coin settling at 99 cents with a seven day gain of 0.2 percent that's kind of odd with a market cap of 42 billion dollars yep. Uh, Cardano settling at uh, $1.26 with a 7-day loss of 6.6% and a market cap of $40 billion. Number 8, XRP. Looks like it's moving down, down, and down, right? Uh, settling at $0.84 cents with a 7-day gain of 0.7% and a market cap of $39 billion. Number 9, Terra. Wow, 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 wow. Settling at $77.77 yep. with a 7-day gain of... Gobs and gobs and gobs of 30.2% in a market cap of $28 billion. Number 10, Polkadot. Wow. Settling at $25.04 with a 7-day loss of 9.8% and a market cap of $26 billion. That there, Kryptonauts, is your top 10 daily stats. Right underneath that, the extra five that Jake likes to talk about is Avalanche, Dogecoin, Shiba, Polygon, and Binance USD. All right. Oh, let's talk about the uh, entire market cap. The entire market cap of all cryptos all around the world is around $2.33 trillion, up by 0.3%. Make sure you collect your daily candies up in the top right corner. You'll see a little candy jar there. And I still got about a half an hour before I collect my, my dailies today. Hey, you can get yourself some rewards. Click on the rewards tab. You get yourself some awesome discounts. And some NFTs. All right, Jake, back to you. All righty. <clears throat> we appreciate everyone who listens to our show and or watches on YouTube. Uh, and like and subscribe that content. If you like it, we really appreciate the thumbs up. And if you want to subscribe, we post every Wednesday and Sunday for this podcast. We also post on Thursdays for interviews as well as almost every single day if you're following John on <laughs> crypto Twitter. Uh, 
you can check us out on Discord. There's always a lot of interesting things going on in Discord. Uh, quite a few people participate in there on a regular basis. All the different kinds of coins that we talk about and tokens. But if you, you can benefit in the economy of Discord, which we give you or we will reward you by doing work and or posting, just making posts will get you tokens from C3 Media. Um, we also have a Patreon. And on the Patreon, you can check that out too. It, there's different levels you subscribe at, 3, 5, and 10. Each more content. And then if you want to, in any other way, we accept Bitcoin, Ethereum, Binance, Bat, and Ravencoin. All the links are in the description below. Below, below, below. Yeah, so Twitter Spaces, what we did yesterday was, uh, other day, yeah, it was yesterday. Yeah, yesterday. Uh, we, had, um, we had a discussion about Ravencoin and AMC. Uh, because AMC is considering a moving uh, moving into the crypto space, so a lot of the AMC um, uh, community, which they're a massive community, they're pretty much like the the ape movement that's going around in crypto. If you know anything about apes, they're the ones behind the apes, and they are trying to um, get AMC to 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 migrate over to to uh, to crypto. And you know the the, the Ravencoin community uh, decided to put this uh, space together, and pretty much talk about why they would be the best blockchain to use for AMC. So that's kind of cool. That was kind of cool to be a part of. All right, let's get started yep. with you. What was that? With the, the news, yeah. Yeah, let's get started with your news of the day. First one written by Tim Hucky. This week on Crypto Twitter. Ah, okay. Musk pumps Dogecoin and mocks Warren. Melania Trump goes NFT. Hmm, okay. Let's see. This week on Crypto Twitter, Elon Musk dominates Crypto Twitter this week. Uh, the Tesla and SpaceX CEO found himself in Senator Elizabeth Warren's crosshairs on Monday and promptly went on the defensive. He also made a big announcement about Tesla and Dogecoin, and later he even surfaced on Turkish Twitter. Former First Lady Melania Trump also announced her first step into crypto through a new NFT venture. Read on to find out. In our weekly roundup of crypto Twitter buzz that was. Musk Mania on Monday Time named Elon Musk its 2021 Person of the Year. The magazine, which has gone all in on NFTs, surely knew Musk is a loose cannon on Twitter. And it only took one day for him to fire off tweets that led some people to criticize Time for choosing him. On Tuesday, Musk got around to replying to a Monday tweet from Massachusetts Senator Elizabeth Warren that targets Musk. Quote, Let's change the rig tax code so that the person of the year will actually pay taxes and stop freeloading off everyone else. Hmm. Wow. Okay. Musk replied, stop projecting. You remind me of when I was a kid <laughs> and my friend's angry mom would just randomly yell at everyone for no reason. <laughs> of course, Musk would tweet that. 13 minutes later, he tweeted another response, even saltier. Please don't call... Please don't call the manager on me, Senator Karen. What? No, he didn't. He did. Wow. Yep. He didn't stop there. A few hours later, Musk was back on Twitter with a comment that replied more directly to Warren's specific critique. And if you opened your eyes for two seconds, you would realize I will pay more taxes than any American in history this year. Wow. Jeez. His fifth and it's final... It's not wrong. Yeah. It's not wrong. <laughs> mm -hmm. His fifth and final job was, was pithy. Uh, don't spell, don't, don't spend it all at once. Oh, wait, you already did. Warren didn't reply. 
<laughs> Earlier in the day on, on Tuesday, hours before he went after Warren, Musk casually tweeted that Tesla will accept Dogecoin for merchandise payments and see how it goes. The world's favorite meme coin surged 20% from its tweet. Mm. Later yep. in, did it? Actually, I, I think that's a good move. I'm glad he did that because it's not you can't buy the cars, but you can buy the merch. And that's that's what Dogecoin should be for anyways. I like that idea. Yeah. The, uh, where am I at? Do, 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 do. It's, I lost my spot. Yeah, there it is. Later in the week. Later in this week. Yeah, later mm-hmm. in this later in the week, Musk popped up on, on Turkish Twitter with a piece of crypto-related news. The Tesla CEO's other company, rocket manufacturer SpaceX, was selected by the Turkish Republic to launch two satellites this year for the state-owned communications satellite operator Turks, Turksat. I wonder how that works. Huh. Where do they launch it at? Is it still going to be in the States or in, in Turkish, in Turkey? Hmm. It'll be in space. Right, but where are they going to do the launch at? Probably from the United States, hmm. where okay. SpaceX is located, since they have all their equipment there. Right. The first launch was we'll just back have in... to ship the stuff over to over to Houston. So yeah, yeah. The first launch was was uh, was back in January. The second one was being launched today. As a thank you, President. Ooh, ooh. How do you say that? Erdogan. Erdogan. Er- Erdogan. Er- Erdogan told Musk over a video conference that he will receive an NFT made of satellite art created by 5,000 school children. Isn't that nice? That Isn't is that actually nice. cool, dude. I think that's cool. On Thursday, the former First Lady Melania Trump tweeted that she will launch the Melania Trump NFT platform, which will sell NFTs exclusively via her website, MelaniaTrump.com. Her first NFT release releases will be minted on Solana. Within minutes, a Solana lab spokesperson sent Crypto Media this statement. Quote, I wanted to inform you to avoid any confusion that her choice to use Solana blockchain was completely organic. And this project is not part of any Solana-led initiative. Mm-hmm. Trump, sure, sure. Exactly. <laughs> Trump's first first NFT project is a collaboration with water, watercolorist Arc, uh, Mark uh, and Anthony Kulun. Uh, the the, okay, the yeah the debt the debut piece is called Melania's vision and embodies Miss Trump's uh, cobalt blue eyes according to a statement from the former first lady the buyer of the NFT will also get a physical amulet and an, an audio recording of the former first lady giving a message of hope <sighs> okay the kind of thing I definitely don't look forward to even if they gave me one for free I'd be like uh no yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I I'll take a I'll like, take if it's for infamy I I own it for infamy like oh I own the one of the, the shittiest pieces of junk that was ever made into an NFT scam also Melania <laughs> Trump uh, anyone who purchases a Melania Trump NFT will receive a digital copy a physical copy and an accessory Melania's vision will go on sale for one soul about one hundred eighty five dollars and proceeds of all of her NFTs will go towards her best be initiative a charity to help disadvantaged children gamers versus nfts on thursday game developers gsc game world canceled its plans for nfts in its upcoming title stalker 2 after vocal backlash from the gaming world Mm, of course gamers will backlash this isn't the first time gamers will have reacted strongly to an nft announcement ubisoft faced a similar response over its decision to implement nfts in its new ghost recon game and Discord scraped a possible MetaMask wallet integration due to similar responses. Mm. Yeah, gamers, man, they will eat you alive. 
Gamers' rejections of NFTs has yet to be addressed adequately by the industry, but the clash is unlikely to dissipate just yet. Many of them appear convinced that NFTs are stupid, or a shameless cash grab, or bad for the environment, or all of the above. Hmm. All right. But somebody made a really good comment. I want, to, I want to interject on this that I heard yesterday was, we, we talk about how, how much power NFTs, how much... Power is used to generate NFTs. What we don't talk about, and this is the thing that irks me no end. When people bring up, oh, well, electric cars, or it, it takes energy and take, and like that. Nobody talks about how much energy it takes to make gasoline and make other things like that. Let's talk about how much energy is wasted on playing Xbox games. Nobody wow. talks about that because it's never been a, t a topic of discussion, right? Wow. It's entertainment. Nobody cares that it has no point other than making you happy, right? So if we look at it from that standpoint and say, oh, look, all this wasted energy. Why do you guys keep playing Xbox and, and Sony uh, PlayStation? Hmm? You're wasting all that power. Hmm? Wow. Backlash. Nobody talks about community. that because nobody cares. <laughs> right. So. How much power is wasted playing Xbox and, and PlayStation? Probably way, way, way more than is wasted on Bitcoin alone. Wow. And nobody gives any, nobody cares about that because it, it, you're not even making anything when you're playing on a PlayStation or Xbox. You're not making anything. You're literally wasting time if you want to book it that way. I'm not saying it's a waste of time. I'm saying it's not producing anything. Mm -hmm. At least NFTs are a production of something that can be useful. All the time you spent playing um, Hello Kitty Island Adventure doesn't have anything to show for it. All right, that's a, so, a hard. Sorry, for rant in the middle of your article, but that's okay. That's okay. I, it was. It was. It's. A, it's a good point. The point is, mm -hmm. there's so many things that we spend spend energy on that nobody gives a crap about. And yet you're complaining that NFTs are useless? No, actually, they have a purpose. <laughs> you're right. Yeah, I have not heard that argument come, come to play. So there you are. You heard it here first on Cryptocurrency Chat. Finally, Adidas... There's my two Satoshis. There's your two Satoshis <laughs> of the day, right? <laughs> Finally, Adidas Originals debut NFT drop on Friday. A collaboration with Board Ape Yacht Clubs, uh, Punk's Comet NFTs creator Pixel Vault, and NFT collector g money netted 23.4 million dollars in just a few hours wow to become the number one nft project by daily trading volume yesterday though it has since dropped to second place today according to crypto slam in adidas general sell the nfts were capped to two per customer but that didn't stop one customer from devising a fascinating workaround using a custom smart contract of course the contract generated 165 subcontracts mm. with unique addresses. Each sub-smart contract minted two NFTs apiece in one transaction, then sent the 330 NFTs over to the creator's main ETH address. Blockchain uh, engineer Montana Wong explained it all in a thread, which was later verified by the contract's, contract's creator. Mm. There you go, of course. There you go. It was... Uh, Altogether, another wild and spicy week in crypto Twitter, despite a lull in the coin market. Sometimes prices are the least interesting thing about crypto. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. The, for all the for all the uh, uh, skepticism and, and throwback that comes against NFTs, I get it. You could just right click and store the photo 
that's not the point. The point is what's underneath it. An NFT is just a, a visual, or the uh, photo is just a visual representation of what the NFT represents. That's the thing people don't seem to get. Um, I actually appreciate Ubisoft's action. Everybody's like all over Ubisoft. Like, how dare you make this stupid NFT thing? But people don't seem to realize, and this is like the uh, the smart investors' real, true perspective on what NFTs are valuable as. The initial sell of an NFT isn't where the money is. The real money is in the secondary market. When you print all, when you mint all these NFTs, as the creator, then when people resell those NFTs, you get a chunk every single time. That's why Ubisoft is doing it. That's why they care. Not necessarily because they're thinking, oh, people are going to buy a lot, or even they might not even buy those NFTs that they're putting out. They might just be giveaway. But they know that people are going to sell them. Well, hold and on. They know they're going to get a cut every single time. Hold on. Just just last week, you're bashing Ubisoft for doing this because the way they have it all structured, basically the entities are created. You can't do anything with them. You can't even sell them. No, no, no. That, I was bashing it because of their original rule set. But that was because the rules were so restrictive. It didn't say anything about secondary market resales. Okay. The reason gamers were hating on them is because they look at them as just a money grab which is some way of looking at exactly what Ubisoft is doing. I'm not saying they're not. They are. What I'm trying to make a point of is they're getting into the game for the long haul, which is what I appreciate. Mm. I always appreciate it when people get into crypto for the long haul because that's what it's about. Crypto is going to be around as long as computers are, most likely they will be, in 200 years. We may not even be alive for that. Most people don't live over 100 years. So in 200 years, these things will still exist. All right. I'm for that. I mean, it's longevity. It's something that, that it, it's like oh, Johnny Harris said, and I, we talked about this uh, pre-show, was um, the, the it's not just the longevity of something. It is the practicality of something. The, we had the, the uh, web version one, which was read-only websites. And then in the early 2000s, we had Twitter, and that was Web 2.0, effectively the start of it, where people started being able to interact with online content. That's Web 2.0. Web 3.0 is when we take away the control from places like Facebook and Google and the government and start to own it as a community and where everybody gets a piece and everybody gets a share. Indeed. That's Web 3.0, where the community and the world gets to own the content, not just uh, monoliths of industry. Mm-hmm. So we're moving into the next step, the next phase, and that's what crypto is. Crypto is the next phase of the web. Who's to know what, what will happen thereafter? Hopefully, it will be beneficial to everyone. Sorry to rant again. <laughs> <laughs> All right, continuing with the news. Into Grim Finance hacked for 30 million in fans. This article is written by Jeff Benson. What did you expect? Something named Grim to deliver good news? Grim Finance, a DeFi protocol, was hacked for $30 million worth of tokens Saturday. It confirmed in an advance attack, according to a tweet from the project. The exploit was found in a vault contract, so all of the vaults and deposited funds are currently at risk. Grim calls itself a compounding yield optimizer, meaning it 
promises to wring extra value from liquidity pro provider tokens that users receive from decentralized exchanges if they lock them up in a Grim Vault. Grim touts it's in its protocol documentation, helping users reap, keyword there, more rewards hassle-free. The protocol is built atop the Phantom Opera, Phantom Opera, Phantom Opera blockchain, a smart contract-enabled platform that is built, is built using the uh, Solidity language is compatible with Ethereum. The hacker used a re-entrancy attack, which is an exploit that allows someone to fake additional deposits into a vault while an initial transaction still still going, thereby tricking the protocol. Here's a quote or a Twitter tweet regarding that. We have contacted the and notified Circle USDC, Dai, and AnySwap regarding the attacker address to potentially freeze any further fund transfers, Grim tweeted, but the attacker has already been laundering the ill-gotten funds through stablecoin transfers. The uh, rugdoc.io, a DeFi watchdog group, smart contract auditors and investors said Grim Finance should have known better and used a re-entrancy guard. Hopefully all projects can draw lessons from this incident that there is much knowledge and most experienced Solidity devs have at hand, it tweeted. If you have acquired, if you haven't acquired this yet, don't build multi-million dollar projects. Don't get audits from companies which everyone knows are useless. Shame, 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 they're basically saying. Grim shared an audit of its finance token and vault contracts from Solidity Finance. According to Solidity Finance report, Re-entrancy guard is used in relevant, uh, relevant locations to pre-end uh, re-entrancy attacks. As of Sunday afternoon, all deposits in the Grim Finance vaults remain paused to prevent further theft. Hmm. I want to make just one quick comment on this in general, um, not just on Grim Finance, but I will say, having been a noob to certain industries, I would say even to my own industry of crypto uh, mining, is entirely possible to get oneself ahead of one's, you know, put the, the cart before the horse when we have dollar signs in your eyes. And people are just like, oh, well, you know, that'd be fine. We'll, we'll just be making tons of money. Yeah, until someone steals it all out from underneath you. And I think the, the thing I'm thinking in particular, although it's not particularly theft, is there's a couple things that I don't like about my current situation with my mining farm. Um, I've, one of the things probably, I'll probably get backlash. People are going to comment on this video and they're like, why wouldn't you do that? Say, well, I'm only one person. And even though I do have help, I'm pretty much doing this by myself. I can't think of everything. It's nice to have experience. And once you have experience, you get, you, you can put those things down and make sure you don't do those things wrong. Fortunately, one of the guys on my team is a security officer and he's really good with security IT. And he's done a lot of things to make sure that, that what we do is safe. Um, but he, even he can't remember to do everything. And obviously that's a good thing. If we had more people, we might be able to do more. But um, I have had a couple of issues with my farm. And I couldn't have known, even with all the IT experience I have. You, you just can't know everything. And so it's unfortunate that Grim Finance got hacked for $30 million. This is a hard lesson. Don't put your private keys in your YouTube videos, folks. 
mm. people will steal them. Yeah. Um, and I didn't mean to, but somebody was smart enough to stop that video and take them. Lost some money because of my foolishness. So, um, yeah, like they say, uh, the adage is a fool and his money are soon parted. Sorry, Grim Finance. You were foolish. Perfect. That's all I got to say about that. Radio Shack. (laughs) I'll do the Radio Shack. All right. This one's written by Jeff Benson. Yes. Radio Shack has pivoted to DeFi. For years, electronics retailer Radio Shack used the slogan, you've got questions, we've got answers. After the Morbund chain's latest move, people have a lot of questions. Over the weekend, the company confirmed a pivot into decentralized finance, DeFi, the name for blockchain-based protocols that allow people to send, receive, trade, lend, and borrow funds without intermediaries. Radio Shack DeFi, the the website now reads, will be the bridge between the CEO who controls the world's corporations and the new world of cryptocurrencies. According to documents on the website, Radio Shack and Radio Shack alone can bridge the gap and cross the chasms of mainstream usage for cryptocurrency. If you raise your hand to ask questions, we will we see you. Mm. The website touts a partnership with Atlas USV, Universal Storage, uh, excuse me, Universal Store of Value, a DeFi protocol that allows applications to be built on top of it. Radio Shack DeFi aims to begin by creating a decentralized exchange, DEX, in the vein of Uniswap or SushiSwap that taps into liquidity pools. This model lets token holders trade directly for any other tokens. Uh, Atlas Ethereum's based token USV is new enough that it isn't even one of the the 10,000 plus assets tracked by CoinGecko or CoinMarketCap, though it can be traded on DEXs. According to Radio Shack, the protocol allows USV users to purchase third-party tokens in its open market and then transfer them to the Atlas USV treasury in return for discounted USV tokens. Hmm? If you never heard of Atlas USV, which is supplying the technology for the venture, you might not be surprised to hear that it's the brainchild of Alex Mayer and Ty Lopez, uh, the same men who, who bought Radio Shack last year. Oh, really? I didn't know Ty Lopez got it. Lopez confirmed in a video post on December 11th that he is taking Radio Shack on the blockchain. It'll be the first huge mainstream brand that flipped crypto in, uh, excuse me, that flipped completely into crypto. He also teased the upcoming release of Atlas USV. And here's a tweet from Ty. It says, what are the odds of the world's economy flips to the majority crypto uh, currency? Not as crazy as it seems. I'm bringing my rich crypto friends on a Zoom training seminar this week. It's free for those who join quickly. Don't miss the thread. Claim your seat. And there he is. Wow, Ty. I was actually uh, listening to Ty in a, uh, where was he at? What was I, what was I watching? Mm, I think it was a Twitter space. I think it was. Probably. It's been, yeah. He's really big on Twitter in general, so. Yeah, he was doing a space meet up there. Yeah. Radio Shack, a once ubiquitous electronic store, couldn't weather the e-commerce boom. It filed for bankruptcy in 2015 and again in 2017. It's since carved out a humble existence post-bankruptcy as a parts supplier for Hobbytown USA while keeping several hundreds, hundred franchised shops open and maintaining an online store. Retail e-commerce venture, Rev, run by CEO, Mayor, and Executive Chairman Lopez, bought it in 2020. In fact, Rev owns many of the chairs that used to define U.S. retail, including Pier 1, Linen and Things, and Dress Barn. Its general strategy is to pivot failing retailers away from storefronts and into e-commerce while courting co-investors to pitch in. 
They're kind of like house flippers, only they deal in rejuvenating the image of defunct legacy brands. Okay, put your hands down because we're about to answer what you really want to know. Yes, Radio Shack Swap, or whatever its name becomes, will launch its own token, Radio. In interested members of the public can sign up for a notification of the launch, but the plan is to distribute 10 billion radio tokens by the co uh, the company hasn't yet shared how or to whom they will be distributed. Unless, of course, Mayor and Lopez pranking everyone in crypto. So with radio coming soon, the natural next question is, when Pier 1 token? <laughs> exactly. Actually, I think this is kind of brilliant what Rev is doing. It's uh, the revitalization of, of brands that are failing. I kind of wish they'd gotten to Montgomery Ward before it disappeared, or JCPenney or something, or even Sears for that matter. Um, it just seems like these old companies, in fact, I think PG&E was, you know, PG&E is not technically dead yet, but it's gone through two bankruptcies. Um, I feel like uh, redressing a, um, a, a failing company is not a bad thing. They're buying these things, on the, you know, picking up and saying, hey, we can help these companies, uh, you know, rebuild themselves into some brand and taking the more, you know, e-commerce, which they should have done in the first place. If, if RadioShack had gone e-commerce more instead of pivoting to cell phones, which is dumb in my opinion, um, they would have actually, you know, gone somewhere. But the problem is they, and this is the observation I'm making, obviously, do I know exactly what they did wrong? No, I don't. But um, is in recognizing that uh, most of the people who created these businesses were from an older time, an older thought process, an older way of just doing business in general. And when they needed to pivot, they couldn't. So Rev is doing that, they're buying them up once they're, you know, on, on the brink and, uh, and, and redressing them to be more effective in the current state of the world. In, in, in commerce as it is. And I appreciate I sincerely appreciate it, despite the fact that I'm really not a fan of Ty Lopez. But um, I appreciate that at least Mayor is, is you know, primarily in control of this and Lopez is probably just steering it. Um, to see something like that happen, I, it's hard to know if Radio Shack's, you know, Radio Token will revitalize Radio Shack in its entirety. But I guess people from my generation will probably appreciate it because Radio Shack, I used it a lot. I used to go to there all the time. And it was really sad watching, watching it disappear. But when, when companies aren't good at pivoting to the new tech, they have this option, I guess, even if it's not necessarily the greatest option. So I, mean, I appreciate this idea. If it works, great. Yep. All right. Let's see. So That's further news. Yep, let's see what else there is. There's not too many Adidas news. Adidas first now. Ethernet. You got that? Ethernet NFT drops nets 23 million and shoots at the top of the charts. That sounds interesting. Okay. I'll read that one. Adidas first Ethereum NFT. I'm not so thrilled as Ethereum, but anyways, NFT drop nets $23 million and shoots to the top of the charts. By Tim Oh, we sort of read Sportswear that one. Didn't giant. We? Did we? No, so wasn't that like the first one? one? What was the first one? The first oh, one was um, in crypto Twitter. Did we, no, did we no, talk about no, 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 Adidas? Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, you're right. We did because Adidas had their NFT uh, cap uh -huh. two per customer. Oh, you're right. You're right. No, we did read about that. My bad. I forgot. 
is a crypto Twitter commentary. Uh, will brands ruin the metaverse? Oh, I might. No, I don't think so. I think brands are what the metaverse is currently about, or at least where all the money's coming from. What do you think about that one? Yeah. All right, I'll check it out here. From Daniel Roberts. Last week, Pepsi launched its first NFT collection, a series of cartoon microphones with Pepsi logo with Pepsi logo noses. <laughs> Budweiser, which bought an NFT and Ethereum domain name in August, changed its Twitter handle to beer.eth, responded, Welcome, brand friend Wagme. Pepsi replied, Thanks, friend Wagme. I said Wagme, I don't know. Uh, Facebook, which renamed itself Meta in October, tweeted to Pepsi, This is going to look great in the metaverse. Sounds so cringe. Uh, as crypto Twitter used uh, users summed up the exchanges, Just nuke it all. Another replied dryly, We've become... Uh, the very thing we set out to destroy. This month also saw Adidas buy a Bored Ape NFT and overlay branded clothing on top of it and announce a metaverse project with a studio behind Bored Ape Yacht Club. Not to be left out, Nike brought, uh, bought RTFKT, a metaverse sne- uh, sneaker studio. White Castle bought a Seahams NFT and an Ethereum domain name. Nike's move, in particular, prompted backlash among crypto people. Emma Jean McKinnon Lee uh, of Digital Axe tweeted uh, to RK, uh, pardon me, RTFKT, Congrats on your exit from Web3. It's a shame that you weren't in it for the long haul. So much to do so uh, to revolutionize fashion and break away from legacy control. There were many RIP RTKFT replies. Uh, pardon me, KT. It's RTFKT. A clash is brewing, pardon me, much like the many recent examples of gamers getting angry over crypto invading their platforms, the outrage can cut the other way. Crypto people can see that brands are rushing into Web3 and making it uncool. Where do you think the money's going to come from? Um, Crypto lingo like Wagme, we are going to make it, is what it means. Could you, could die a quick death uh, when you have Pepsi proudly tweeting it? And Facebook attempt, Facebook's attempt to reclaim the word meta has uh, even Keanu Reeves pleading, can we just not have metaverse be invented by Facebook? Thank you. The concept <laughs> of metaverse is way older than that. He should know. He was in the Matrix. But uh, <laughs> what, about, what about the tech itself? Beyond their attempt, uh, attempted adoption of crypto language, brands are... Uh, rushing to stake ownership claims in the metaverse and are already suing to do it. The idea of gated areas owned by centralized corporations is antithetical to the whole point of the metaverse. NMO chairman Yatsu uh, says tech giants like Facebook, Tencent represent the biggest threat to an open metaverse, while Epic Games CEO Tim Sweeney is a no company can own the metaverse, but with 2 billion users and $930 billion market cap, Meta is making a formidable go at it. It also feels like 2018 blockchain, not Bitcoin hype cycle, uh, when banks and other financial stu- institutions started saying that they were building their own blockchain, crypto, eh, not too much, not so much, this was still icky to them. The whole proposition of blockchain is that it's permissionless, open peer-to-peer, decentralized 
closed, permissioned blockchain controlled by JP Morgan misses the whole point. <laughs> Sorry, I'm adding my colorful commentary in there. Uh -huh. And then they came, uh, then came the blockchain names punct uh, punctuated by Long Island Ice T, changing its name to Long Blockchain. Like all the brands buy up the .eth domains, make them uh, having, pardon me, hide all the brands buying up .eth domains, uh, domain names, make having one of those names a lot less cool. On the other hand, if you believe the metaverse is real and here to stay, and so are cool tools like Ethereum domain names, NFTs, and DeFi pools, then you don't mind brands rushing in because it all truly goes mainstream. Uh, what, probably, because if it all truly goes mainstream, anyone will be in, or rather everyone will be in. And uh, for crypto to grow, it needs to open its arms to everyone and create easier user experience on ramps for newcomers. But still, it's hard to look at a cartoon microphone with a Pepsi logo on it with a serious sense, without a serious sense of cringe. So uh, this further comment from Roberts on crypto, a weak column from Decrypt, editor-in-chief Daniel Roberts and Decrypt executive staff John, Jeff John Roberts. So in any case, I guess the... Um, as I said in my initial statement and my further commentary, uh, getting brands in on this stuff does seem to bring more money, of course, because um, they're putting money into it and putting, putting effort into it. And that's not entirely bad, but it also pulls in the, the crypto muggles, people who don't know anything about it mm -hmm. and don't have the stigma that, um, that the people who are currently on the inside like us and look at it. It's like, Oh, brands, Oh, centralization. Eh, what are you doing? But if it's not good, and they've minted these NFTs onto the blockchain and it doesn't work out, they'll just leave. It, those things will stay and maybe they'll become um, weird ass old old school memes. They're like, oh, remember when when uh, uh, Pepsi made, does anybody have those things, those crappy NFTs still? Oh man, those are so cringy. Let's sell them. <laughs> Let me ask you this. The, the, this image here on the top of, of the, uh, the mic drops, does, does this, when you first look at it, do you immediately think, oh, that's Pepsi? No. <laughs> yeah, I don't understand where they got the idea to make mic drops. Who, who came up with this idea? It doesn't represent Pepsi at all. Some, some social media person with Pepsi thought it would probably be interesting and fun. I have no idea how I that... I want to know the connection between Pepsi and mic drop. I don't understand it. And this has no... Like, when I first see it, like, if I'm a new person coming in... I said, "Oh, there's mics. Uh, what, what's 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 uh, who's behind this?" I didn't have anything with Pepsi exactly. Right? Yeah, um, I would go so far as to say that it's the same thing as the as the Crazy Frog NFT that's coming out, um, or NFT series. It's like Crazy Frog was bad when it came out. It's bad now. Why do we want to hype this? Why do we want to sell this? Why is anybody interested in doing this? It's because it has some internet clout. It's because it has a thing, because it is a thing, because there was a thing. And some crazy person, like this, the guy who runs the Crazy Frog Company, is going to think it has value. And some people, I'm not, I personally don't understand this because I, it, it just rings with cringe, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. But there are some people with so much head. I don't mean the little head. I mean big head. I mean their physical ego 
as it were. Um, it's, their egos are so big that they're just like, if I just push this enough or if we get enough marketing behind this concept, we can make it big. And they're not wrong because that can work. You, you, you throw a billion dollars at a concept, you will probably win people over just by throwing money at them. Um, that's what but a lot is of, it organic? That's what, a lot of block, no. that's what a lot of blockchains are doing right now when they have their uh, their private right. their private their no. private uh, funding rounds. Is that is that wrong? I mean, it, it, it is wrong in the sense of it's falling into the realm of crypto bros. Um, but who are we to judge? I mean this honestly. Who are we to judge what the metaverse is? If we get it, it, the, the article makes the point. If we get too cagey about this, then we're just going to shut people down. I mean, mm-hmm. there's all kinds of freaking ass weird on the internet. Just think of 4chan, right? Um, is that wrong? It might be morally wrong, but is it ultimately? It might also be ultimately wrong. But I guess what I'm trying to say is... Um, Everyone's got their own unique perspective. I'm, I would like to be open, a little more open-minded about this. If it doesn't work, it won't work. I'm thinking of um, McDonald's NFT thing that they were doing with the McRib. Very cringy. I have no interest in that. Um, but it's a thing. And maybe in you know 50 years when it still exists, maybe it will have some weird value the McRib. to someone, to some collector. And I don't want to put that down and say this is wrong. Now, child pornography as an NFT, that would be wrong. That would be very wrong. Um, but these crazy microphones, eh, if you like it, cool. The metaverse. I just don't get it. <laughs> All right, we'll wrap it up right there. Um, Alyssa, thanks for hanging out with us. All right. Uh, Cryptonauts. Actually, let's do that. Uh, Jake, uh, last closing plug. Let's lay a close out here. Um, we appreciate everybody coming and listening on, uh, on anchor or podcasting platforms, as well as watching us on YouTube. Uh, if you want to catch us, uh, on our normal times, we post every Wednesday and Sunday. Sundays usually be a little bit less news like it is today because this is Sunday. And if you appreciate our content, we appreciate a like. And if you want to get more of it from us, you can subscribe and hit the notification bell to get updates when we post. You can also check us out on Discord. Please join our Discord if you'd like to come have more fun with what we're doing. There's lots of stuff going on in the Discord channel about a lot of different coins, particularly Raven. We also have uh, a market that we've recently put up for tokens. Uh, we're also on Patreon, which you can get more content like uh, extra innovation, in- information, probably additional information about interviews, as well as Ask Me Anythings, and some additional token stuff, which we're currently promote, promoting. Uh, and if you don't want to promote us in those, pardon, pardon me, if you don't want to participate in those, you can always donate directly to Bitcoin, Ethereum, Binance, or VAT, or Raven. All that information about all this, that stuff is in the description at the bottom below this video slash audio perfect yep like comment subscribe and share 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 all right kryptonauts thanks for hanging out with us until next time stack sats 
and huddle.